Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Hi, this is Jackie Cation, and welcome to the Dork Forest. We're in my living room again. It's very exciting. It's episode 41 of the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. Just bought TheDorkForest.com if you like that. There's a donation button. Feel free to use it. And if you have, thank you very much. A couple of people did this week. I appreciate you. There's merchandise you can get. Um, the credits, of course. Patrick Brady does the audio. He fixes it, and God love him for it. Uh, Mike Rickberg and Sarah, his girlfriend, sang that song you just heard. And uh, there at the end, it's Mike again. And Vilmos does the website. Sitting in my living room. Uh, two guys named Mike. I don't know why I've done this, but uh, it's always it's always a weird thing. Mike Schmidt, friend of the show. You've been on before. Welcome to the program. I have. Thank you for having me. I have a question just before we get to our other friend. Uh, you bought thedorkforest.com? I did. Are you an article dork? Is that why you needed the the in there? Uh, somebody told me that they always type thedorkforest.com, and I am a people pleaser, and so I bought the I'm, I'm the same way. That's why I'm wondering. I would have made, I, I wanted to buy the 40-year-old boy.com I, I may have actually no i'm i'm at uh, no i'm at mike schmidtcomedy.com forget it that's right. plugs for later talk it's to mike. a plug but it's <laughs> awesome but uh what you should know is that mike palachek is that right palasek yeah yes with a soft s i Palisac? like it sack yeah. yeah, Palisac. That's the Palisac. one that I bought was Palisac. It's Mike Palisac. It also looks like Palisac, though. So. A, you guys are both stand-up comics. You're both uh, uh, affecting change at a grassroots level. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. I didn't think I was, but now I'm glad I've been inducted. You're marching. You're marching towards yeah. some sort of solution. And uh, uh, and what we do is we just talk about what you guys like a lot, and it turns out you both uh, enjoy <laughs> uh, some baseball, I think. You don't mess around. I don't. You don't want like, to hear where Mike's from. You don't want to hear anything about him. And nope. uh, I, uh, I did do some pre- Nobody got to find out uh, what I found out, which is that Mike uh, grew up in Indiana, and he's a Chicago comic. Did a lot of stand-up in Chicago. I am Mike, from Chicago. And oh, Mike wow. Schmidt is from Chicago. Yes, sir. And, wow. uh Yeah. I, I, where'd you grow up in Indiana? Uh, near Fort Wayne, like a small town. What? Uh, Wa- name name Wabash? that small town. Wabash. Wabash. Wabash all right. The first electrically lighted city in the world. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a big sign that proves it. And in the museum, there's like a little... No, it was Edison, I, I guess. It was Edison. All right. I mean, right. I wasn't... I don't remember... But like, no, like no. I remember, I don't remember learning. But I think it was Edison that came. Right. I like the showdown. I, 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 Jackie's <laughs> in the Tesla camp firmly, and <laughs> Mike sure goes Edison. I, you guys just go at it. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be hashed out immediately. Tesla, of course, <laughs> given the short end of the stick repeatedly Indeed. until yeah. the prestige came up, up to the point. I was just going to say, and up to being played by David Bowie in a film. <laughs> which one was he in? Which film was that? He's in the Prestige. Wait, did he play? No. Te- that wasn't David Bowie, was it? Yeah, David Bowie was Tesla in that movie. Oh, interesting. I'm so glad David Bowie's still working. I love David Bowie. Yeah, I'm da- a fan. A fan? Yes. He he changes it up every every, every album, doesn't he? He's still doing albums. I know that. Christ, I don't know. He he did the thing where he shorted himself on the stock market. Like he made himself this weird commodity, and then he married Iman. Like he's his whole life is just I'm going to be weird at all turns. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. I didn't know you could do that on the stock market. He did it. He, he said what it? he did was he uh, he did wound he up owning his, himself. Uh, I, I gotta hope he did that a long time. What if he didn't? What if he wasn't incorporated <laughs> and offered himself in the stock market. Everybody's like, yeah, we'll buy pieces of Bowie. He's got nothing to offer but himself. He comes He's over for the, lunch. The British version of the social security number, just roaming loosely. Exactly. Everyone's giving notes on his lyrics. <laughs> That would be great. I'd love to have a shareholders meeting in David Bowie. <laughs> what, what happened this quarter, David? We have some suggestions. <laughs> We're going to need you on The Simpsons. 
I, oh yeah, he was on The Simpsons too. So he's working. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good for David Bowie. He doesn't Bowie. need to work. He, he doesn't. Again, you think he bought guys. land? No, I think he wrote songs in the seventies that are now worth five hundred million dollars. Oh, that's right. He, he, you hear about those guys. And that's you, how you, that happens. Yeah, Clapton and Bowie and and all those dudes. You know, because if you think about it, they've been famous. For 45 years. Right. And you, you see people now who are famous for five, 10 years and they make millions and you go, wow, they make a lot of dough. But old, old money, like the, those, you know, like I said, like that's Clapton old and, rock and roll money. That is. That's <laughs> yeah. way back. <laughs> that was, that was rock money. The role wasn't even involved. It is fascinating. My brother Russ has a, has a, has a dork habit of he likes to find out where the money, where they, where people made the real money. Yeah. Yeah. Like he likes to, like some guys, there was some actor, um, who invented the, the trailer. For famous people to go really? hang out at, like yeah. the Star Wagon. Yeah, uh, it was the Star. Wa- he invented the Star Wagon, and really? uh, his last name might be Star, and I might I think it's put wagon. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Robert Wagon. It's uh, you know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna look that up because the Star Wagon guy, his his name is like. I, I, it wasn't Star or Wagon. God damn it. What the hell was it? <laughs> Trailer. But it was, it might have been trash. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah, he, it was, uh, but that was what he made all of his money and it yeah. was not, uh, being in like duel. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> it's like, the, it's like the Mike Nesmith story and all those things where you just go, Oh my gosh. You know, you're, they, Michael Nesmith from the monkeys? Yes. Made money. His mom invented Whiteout. Shut it. Yes. Wow. Yeah. His mom invented. You don't know this story? No. This is as, fu- this is as famous I as, them, as Nes- Jimi Hendrix opening for the Monkees on the first tour and being booed off stage. No, I don't know that story I didn't know that either. Story either. Look, welcome to the Monkees Forest. <laughs> 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 yes, I saw the Monkees live once. All right, at go. What, at what point? Uh, easily 1986. Okay, is Nes- Nesmith not involved? No, no, no Nesmith. He's, he's home swimming in a pool full of whiteout. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't he invent like uh, music videos? I thought he invented music videos. Uh, he he long form. Yeah, because oh, he had okay. that elephant parts video that uh, he was in, and it was uh, it was about a half hour long. So he was one of the first to come along and do that. Okay, like founded MTV or something too, didn't he? Uh, I, he, you know what? He might have done one of those things where he had the the uh, what's language on this show? Oh, fuck it up! All right, he had fuck you money, and, and he may have said, "Hey, I'm going to take some of my whiteout money and invent a weird camera." And then uh, you know, the Thompson twins got a hold of it, and the history was made. I, I don't know if it's anything like that, but take on me, aha, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I, I more, I should have more, aha, I should have done that. I should have had a declaration, a declaration of ahaness. <laughs> so, what, uh, what about yourself, Mike? Well, you got anything? You got anything? <laughs> you got any monkey crazy? Oh. Mike, I remember watching the Brady Bunch when the monkeys. Wasn't that a monkey? Davy was Jones on, was on. Davy Jones was a monkey. He stopped he on by bench. to go to Marsha's prom or yeah. the school dance. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I didn't know the Beatles were on the Brady Bunch. Oh, like, wow. I didn't know. No, no, like me eight. neither. Me neither. I, like I had seven. no idea. I used to get the, the monkeys Beatles mix up. That happened when I was a child. Also, get this Cary Grant Rock Hudson. What? Yep. Used to mix up Cary Grant and Rock Hudson when I was I a don't tiny know who child. Rock is, but. Uh, Rock I, mean, I know who he's the Rock the, is. Yeah. is that he was the first gay actor who died, besi- and then Cary Grant was the second, okay. I think. So. Well, Cary Grant wasn't gay, though. Yes, he was. He was bi, wasn't he? Well, same thing. No, no. I, no I'm I, sorry. I, I have a theory about, about guys like Cary Grant that are bi. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, I fucked everything. Uh, I guess <laughs> no, I'll That's fuck a good that. point. I see that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, because he slept with a lot of women. You know, and he you know who else has that same theory? Who? Nesmith. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> he just made the fucking laid pipe from pillar to post. And that's it. I'm a pan asexual by multi trisexual. He doesn't care. It's a well because people are like, did you know Keanu Reeves is gay? 
gay? Did you know that Tom Cruise is gay? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't think those guys are necessarily gay. I think that those guys are high. Or and bored. Like, or bored out of their <laughs> yeah, tiny because they can minds. stick their cock in anything they want. Right. I'm going to poke my wiener into that tree knot. Yeah. And, uh, I got a bowl of cashews here they might be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody can uh, put any pipe in the cashews. The oh. Cashews, uh, <laughs> I'm glad we established that early. <laughs> established that. My, 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 my mother-in-law made that fudge. If you really? want a piece of fudge. Yeah, uh, I didn't. That, I'm that out a of candy. Of some sort. Am I missing something horrible? No, no, right. it's actual fudge. She actually is, uh, made fudge. <laughs> she actually okay. made some uh, a sugary treat. I'm out of candy, <laughs> oh. so uh, craft services uh, vary. Is yeah. what I'm saying. I saw that in the email, and I, I, I even thought that the very thought of craft services was a, a delight. A I delight. Thought, oh, well, you nice. brought your own water. I bring it everywhere. Do you? I, can't, I don't. Do you bring I don't Propel drink soda. Zero. Yes, I do. I oh, drink, it's berry uh, flavor. This is berry flavor. I used to drink black, uh, black cherry exclusively. That could be a dork forest thing. I used to exclusively drink black cherry Propel, but I've branched out into a berry and a blueberry pomegranate. <laughs> Was there like a, an, like an instance in your life that made you think I need to switch it up? You know what, Mike? I uh, I used to weigh five hundred pounds, and and I had that gastric bypass surgery mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, soda gone. Yeah. And uh, they were like, "Yeah, you can't, you can't drink soda. Even it's not even safe to drink it. Apparently, not even oh, like really. A, a, yeah, a yeah. Non five hundred pound person. No, no. Uh, and because I mean, I used to drink. I would drink, you know, eighteen sodas a day. I mean, I was really right, pounding right. it. Yeah. Um, but then I can't do it because I, you know, I have no guts. I have no stomach. You know, yeah. I have my mouth goes directly to my anus, oh, which is uh, horrible. Fantastic. Sure. I love the. I love the imagery. <laughs> well, that's why I was confused about the fudge. I'm like, what? There's a trick here somewhere. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, can you I, eat nuts or fudge? I can eat anything I want now. At this point, I'm about five years out or six years out. I love okay. how there's like three things on the table and it's like one is a peanut two are chocolate which one are the people gonna go for yeah I don't know I, I thought about putting on some fruit oh uh, no no fruit I have we got an orange tree in the back I could have cut up some oranges because oh. the oranges are good right now we got Valencia's I enjoy the fact that you would have to cut them up I don't know if we're after soccer practice or you're just too selfish to give us each an orange. At halftime, we're going to have cut up oranges. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we'll all go for pizza afterwards. We're going to criticize the kids who aren't that fast. Why is he playing forward? I don't understand why Jackie Cation is channeling someone else's mother. Because my mother was never like this. But I'm telling you, I've turned into someone else's. I'm just like, are you boys hungry? Can I get you something? And there's no, I don't know. I have no idea where that came from. But uh, So your mom just didn't care about your hunger. No, no. She never wanted. Uh, my step, my my mother was uh, my mother was sadly a drunk, uh, and then she died. I'm and at uh, age of Christ, coincidence? Wow. Yes, yes, it was a coincidence. In the age of Christ, at the age of Christ, <laughs> at the age of which is what thirty three? Yes. Oh, okay, thirty three. Uh, dead now, low these many years. But my, my stepmother my dad stepped in four longer years than your uh, thirty seven. Yeah. Thirty seven. How about you? You got also a you got a death in Both my parents are still there, and probably really nice people. They're, yeah, they're good. My, yeah. Mike Palasek, uh you're part of the new generation of stand up comics that come from perfectly nice households. <laughs> For some reason, the guys just thought it would be funny. fun. Yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. you're still funny. You're still very very funny. Oh, Have thanks. no idea how it occurs. Uh, don't understand because <laughs> usually it's broken. It's it's. Yeah. Like you come from a place where you're like, ah, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fight it with comedy. No. <laughs> He's he's well adjusted. He just likes to write and does it well. Yeah, he seems <laughs> he very enjoys fit. the feedback he gets from a crowd. <laughs> he's able to enjoy it afterwards. <laughs> oh, God damn you, Palasek. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's uh so what I what I like about uh Schmidt here, Schmitty, as uh, no one calls him. Who calls you that? Everybody. People call people yeah, call you that. Schmitty. Do, yeah. Mike Schmidt? Yes. Schmitty? Schmitty, yeah. Uh-huh. There's always a confusion about how to spell it, because people will email me. Uh for the podcast. They do a podcast called The Forty Year Old Boy. Right. And there's a character, like a little cartoon who's kind of my logo, yeah. and we call him Little Schmitty. 
Yeah. Okay. And so people will write about it, and they'll, they're always confused whether to have it be uh, double D at the end, double D-Y, or double T-Y, or D-T-Y, which is because my real name is Schmidt with a D-T. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I just I think it's double T, right? I, I mean, would have gone double T. Yeah. I would have gone double T. I agree. Which, you, Although you I have opinion? a spelling controversy if we're going to bring it up. Well, let's bring yeah. it up. Jackie Cation, how would you spell hippie? H-I-P-P-I-E. Mike Palasek's Twitter feed happened has the word uh, hippie with yeah. a Y yeah. in the context oh. of uh, dirtbag, pot-smoking, 60s protester hippie. Oh, okay. I didn't Hit, say no. the word dirtbag, just for people out there. No, <laughs> no, but you spelled that kind of hippie with yeah. a Y. And no, yeah. that, that's fat. Uh, the judgment really? came from Schmitty over yes, here. I the judgment didn't come from Palasek. <laughs> I'm a spelling dork, I will say that. So, P-P-I-E. H-I-P-P-I-E. I would go I-E myself. Really? And you went hippie with a Y. Yeah, maybe I was meaning like, well, like, when you say someone's like, and I didn't I didn't mean that, like the 60s whatever but like i don't know where i feel like i've seen hippie i mean like because i want to i want to spelling bee when i was in third grade uh, I, oh did you know you, know? you brought it oh did I did you not capitalize september and it haunts me to this day oh that'll beat you up i started to do it and i and actually stopped to backtrack after i said the, the r and he went nope you're out i said no I, i'm gonna say capital he said you're out and i'm not lying i can oh. i am right now in that gym Right, that's, right. That's wrong because you should you should be able to make a mistake until you say. Like, once, yeah, once you yeah. finalized or walk away from the microphone, and this is bullshit. I I was done with the word. I mean, I just but I knew it this last second. I went, I gotta uh, I gotta do that again. Did you, did you essentially you let go of your pawn on the chessboard? <laughs> you're like, oh no, yeah. no, wait, and no, no, you're take like, it no. back. Can't your hand came back. off. Hand came off the pawn. When I was in the city, cham- camouflage was the word that got me in the city ah. championships. Oh, camouflage. Oh, yeah. Can you spell it now? I'd never seen that. Yeah, I went home and looked it up, and I was like, A-M-O-U-C-A-M-O-U-F-L-A-G-E. Nicely Camouflage. Well done. Well done. I finally got over it. You got my validation, friend. Well done. I like a spelling bee. I never. We never had a spelling bee, or I was never party to it. I was never. We didn't have one. You were sewing your mom up. You got her under a shot. Hour trying to wake her up so she can pack a lunch. Peanut butter life. sandwich, mom. Peanut butter sandwich. School. I'll tell you, my sister was the one who got us all up for school every day. She was like, wow. "We're going to school." And then she was a. I was seven when my mom died. Uh, she was wow. nine, and for the for the previous four years, she would like get all of my brothers up who were stoned and uh, and getting laid in their fourteen, fifteen year old years. That's right. They were hipsters. They were hippies. They yeah. were hippie skippies. See, hip, <laughs> hippie dippy, I think, is spelled with a Y. Okay. Hippie dippy. I would right? see that. Yeah, yeah. it would be hippie and then dippy because D I P P Y. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How uh, How old was your sister who was doing all of that? She was, uh, well, I think she started when she was around six or seven, making sure all the, and, and. See, that's rough. Wow. Yeah. To have that thrust onto the, the shoulders. Yeah, my of... oldest brother was 14, I think, when she was about six or seven. And wow. she was like, we're all going to school. We're all going to school now. Wow. And, uh, and then my brother Phil, who was the second oldest, uh, he cooked everything, but he could only make buttered noodles. And, oh, uh, I would have loved your house. I know. Who doesn't love buttered noodles? I love I actually noodles. can't, I can't eat buttered noodles anymore. I'm sure, yeah. You Too many be years over of it. buttered oh, yeah. noodles. Yeah. But now I'm, I actually wanted to have them last night because my wife made a pasta and i said i wish you would have just made buttery noodles <laughs> buttery um, noodles are pretty damn good I'm i mean a fan. even yeah. as a reformed fat guy buttery noodles i'm in for but that, that's a hard thing because my my dad uh was gone uh there was a divorce and then it was just my mom so we were all you know it's five boys latchkey kids mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my older brother was my dad essentially right, right. from oh. the time that i was you know 10 and yeah. man that's asking a lot of a kid you know what i yeah. mean to, to, then you know and now we don't talk. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Funny thing is that uh, my brother, Russ, who is the youngest of my four older brothers, my oldest brother, Terry, he always, my, Russ said, uh, we, were, we were talking about a year ago and he goes, you know, my, uh, my, my brother, 
Terry was 14 when my dad left. And he said, you know, and Russ said that Terry missed an opportunity. There was a leadership vacuum there. Yes. That uh, Terry should have stepped into. He should have manned it up and stepped into that. I was like, really? You were nine? How come you didn't fucking rise to the occasion? <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like the seven-year-old was getting everybody off to school. What yeah, the fuck no. are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Step in and fill that vacuum, exactly. friend. Don't talk about it 30 years later. I'm not saying it wasn't a funny comment. I'm just saying it's a little dicky. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, you can't hang that on him. The hell right. with that. It's like, how come we all didn't raise to the, rise to the occasion? Yeah. And start marching on Washington, <laughs> and um, but yeah, because because what I, what Michael Schmidt wrote was that you enjoy chaos. I do. What does it mean? What does it mean you enjoy chaos? I enjoy uh, order. Like the scientific. Well, not the theory, theory of. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I guess I don't mind that. Um, I I like being places where danger is afoot or where bad things can happen. Um, like bars at like two in the morning, or, or like yeah. when people have had too much. Or outside at four in the morning, uh, or out on the street. Or I, I uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to. I'm stopping it. Yeah, yeah, because it can be dangerous. <laughs> well, now at 43, yeah. I mean, when I was 22, <laughs> I made a joke on my podcast th- this week where I, I, you know, there was an, I had an incident that. Put at all the rest but there was a like i used to a fight would start because i used to bounce and all that kind of stuff yeah. and anywhere i would be anything any any action at all i would i would almost vibrate like i could feel it and i just wanted to jump in and start swinging i mean i, I did I, it's not it my like fight an excuse to just sure lose it just and, unleash and just wail on yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah and just start and just go uh you know fucking uh hand and feet on everybody and just go hockey fight just grab a shirt pull it over somebody's head and just start <laughs> fucking wailing is this in chicago uh yeah i was a bouncer here i was not okay. you know but in chicago i mean as a kid yeah yeah. We uh, one time um, in 1985, I went to a midnight movie. We went and saw the uh, <laughs> the Warriors, which is a gang movie. Warriors, yes, and uh, <laughs> and it's me and like seven dudes, and uh, you know we're all in high school. It's a, and it was my second senior year uh, because I went back twice. Uh, Sweet, you know. sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and my you, know, dad- you tell four people the the crazy thing, and they're like, doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> so we're seven guys, and we're watching this movie. And next door in the other theater is. Uh, Song remains the same. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, midnight okay. movie. So in the middle of the Warriors, uh, these guys burst into our theater like like three dudes and two chicks. And they go down to the front of our theater and they start yelling, fuck this pussy shit. Let's go see Zeppelin. Fuck you, you faggots. They're screaming at us. Wow. And, uh, and I'm sitting there and I, you know, I'm looking at my friends like, we got to do something. We got to fucking do something. <laughs> and uh, they had two more, two more friends join them. Or, and, and so then finally one guy yells at them from the front. Hey, we're watching a fucking movie or whatever. And yeah. oh, nice. they're like, oh, we're going to beat the shit out of you. Come on up. Uh. And so they march up the aisle and he stands up. And he, and he nods, and an entire row of guys are with him, but he's sitting separately, so they all get up, and they go to the top, and now I stand up and look at my friends, and I go, we got to get up there! And my friends are like, we're watching a movie, idiot. And, uh, were you wearing a baseball uniform? <laughs> exactly. I, I made my face up, I took some like popcorn butter to half my face, and, uh, and I'm literally almost like I'm in a starting line, and I'm kind of like waiting to go up, and wait, and you just saw arguing, 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 and then someone yelled, and then you just saw one punch and then it turned into a scrum and uh and that was it i i ran and i (laughs) I leaped in just hitting people i did not it didn't even i don't care i'm not on anybody's side (laughs) i am just going to work and uh and just started hitting everybody and throwing them and punch and it was awesome i mean it was so great and Mm -hmm. it's uh and i mean i i wouldn't say ever since then because even before then i had a thing where i wanted to be up late i'm always a late guy and i'm always I, i don't drink 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't do drugs. I've never done any of that. Uh, but I just, I love. Your drug of choice is rage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and so I would love to be in a place where bad things would happen. And, uh, cause I, you know, again, rage and a real bad temper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you add in, you know, six to 500 pounds, you know wow. what I mean? And so I, right. I, I didn't really, I didn't mind scrapping, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so then when I started bouncing, things would happen. You'd always, and I, but I was, again, it's going to sound weird. I, I'm a, I was a nice guy. You know, always been a very, I was very, you are a very nice guy. Well, I was Dalton. You know what I mean? It's like, be nice. <laughs> right. Until it's time to not be nice. <laughs> right. And right. then you just wind up, uh, you know, doing what you got to do and, you, and, and jumping in and hitting people and grabbing dudes. Wow. And you know what I mean? So, uh, so, but even now, I can't, you know, obviously I'm 43. You can't do that anymore. No, no, no. You couldn't do it at 23. You'll break but, a hip. <laughs> <laughs> mine or somebody else's. <laughs> right. Um, so now I, I've, uh, I've really kind of stopped it. You know what I mean? Tried to. It's, but even now, I, I, I've lost my taste for it because I had a thing that happened and I was like, you know, that was like enough to make me go. <laughs> I lost my this taste is. for it. Well, seriously, right. I, because I, I really liked, uh, it, it would drive me crazy. Like even with my wife, I'd be somewhere and something would happen and I, I, I'd be close to it and I'd yeah. go, I, you know, should I get involved here? Should I not get involved? And now I've literally, I just go, we gotta, let's walk away because yeah. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't want to stand there and see it happen. But, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I, like I said, th- this thing happened and I, and it kind of took it all out of me. Like that weird thing where you stop and you look at yourself and you go, Oh my God, you know, yeah. I, dude, I gotta stop this. <clears throat> so, right. Yeah. Right. It's uh, how about you, Mike? Fights. How's your fighting skills? Um, yeah, I've never really. I mean, I played a lot of sports, mm-hmm. so, but that was pretty much the ultimate of my aggression. Was that like I never Did you ever have road rage? Road rage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been in like an accident because of it. Like, I've definitely felt upset, but I've never. Uh, this guy's sweeter than the fudge in the table. I don't know. I mean, seriously, look at him. Look at his face. I'm in a small town in Indiana. There's not a lot of like road rage in that area. Right, but Chicago, you'd think no, that at some point it'd be like... I was like... just afraid of everybody because I wasn't used to it. So like if it oh, was... Oh, yeah, you're from like, a small town. So yeah. you wind up in the big city. You're I like, I gotta get out of here. When I first moved there, I was like driving over by Wrigley Field and I saw a guy like pull in, pull up, you know, you pull in front of to get a spot to back in. Yeah. And some guy like snuck in behind him. The guy in the car got out with like a stick. She's like, go, like, like, like what, what are you doing? I was like, I'm never going to confront anybody. Yeah. I like that you're like, well, I've been upset. Yeah. I've been upset while driving. Yeah, yeah. I've never, <laughs> it's never manifested I guess I've itself. always been afraid, too, of like, I mean, like, I had braces as a kid, and like, I fractured my skull playing sports, and mm-hmm. so I guess, like, if I was in a fight, I would hate to think that I got hurt and, you had and didn't even, like... Two parents and you know, yeah. a, a stable household, so I mean, I, I mean, I, that had a lot to do with it, obviously. I'm, I'm fighting my dad every chance I get. Or the yeah. fact that he bailed, you know what I right. mean. I'm sure you, when you get angry or whatever, you you can manifest it with you know your what, mom being gone or something else. What I else. do, what I do with rage is, uh, uh, I I have a policy now that if I I'm rude to somebody or if I yeah if I do something inappropriate, I have to apologize in the moment. And if I don't apologize in the moment, I have to drive back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Guess what that'll do? That'll make you uh, not. Eighty percent of the time, it'll make me get a hold of my temper because I don't want to apologize yeah, to strangers. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you definitely yeah, don't, don't want to waste the gas money to drive back. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go find some guy who's at, like on his break at Quiznos yeah. and yeah. wait for him. Yeah, I, like, Damn. I, that's terrible. Yeah, I, but I, I know what you're talking about. Where yeah. you just you you kind of you make yourself stop because you're going, oh, dude, this is. 
stupid. I mean, I've, I've been, you know, there's a guy in my apartment complex once who took my clothes out of the washer and put them on top of the dryer. Yeah. He touched my clothes. Right. And, uh, and I wanted, I wanted to fight desperately. <laughs> I wanted to, and I, I literally, and he was a big guy. He was a big Marine jarhead, mm-hmm. big, you know, and mm-hmm. buff. And mm-hmm. he's, he was wearing like shorts and nothing else. I'm like, you know what? Nude fist fight. We're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I got as close as I, I, I got as close as I could to him, just fucking screaming in his face. I'm an mm-hmm. inch away from him. And he was calm. He never raised his hands. He didn't, because obviously he knew, you know, he's going to probably kill me you know like I said, oh, yeah. Marine. But I didn't, I, it wasn't about that at that point i didn't care and then uh i went in my house and i'm talking to my wife and uh and he was out by the pool and i, I walked out you know literally four minutes later look i was out of line <laughs> and he's again, wanna... again his blood pressure doesn't get over 65 uh, you know okay. he's like yeah I, that's fine and i go no i'm serious i because re- now i'm mad he won't he won't right. acknowledge that i'm being cool enough to apologize <laughs> terrible so yeah i i know exactly what you're talking about where you do that stupid thing you fly off the hand i just i just had it happen i was on a guest on a podcast mm-hmm. and uh you are I, now right now too uh, i yeah uh-huh. <laughs> sweet I, you lost it on somebody else's yeah, podcast yeah it wasn't good it it wasn't mm. nice. Um, right. I gave it an hour. What's the link? Uh, you know what? Go to the <laughs> Top 5 Podcast. If you listen to the Top 5 Podcast, they were great. Really nice people. I was glad that they asked me. Uh, but one of their hosts was, uh, I just, I sat there and I, I just, it wasn't clicking. Yeah. And I, you know, I genuinely tried. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the thing was, uh, and you'll, you might relate to this. Uh, I was telling people who listened to my show that I was going to be on. Right. Yeah. So if they would have listened to me um, passively sit there while while what i was Heck, perceiving I was as slight yes they yeah. would have been like what why didn't you dude why didn't you do something yeah, right. so i i uh i and it was stupid I, because then i lost my mind right and then there was a beat and everybody took a breath i'm on the phone you know they're mm-hmm. in kansas and wherever and then uh i go it comes to me it finally came you know we were all telling stories and the, right. the next guy told his story after i lost my fucking mind and then it came <laughs> to me and i said look before i even do anything i need to apologize <laughs> to you guys i apologize on the air and, and meant it i there mean Oh, yeah. There's no yeah. reason to do that, especially not on someone else's show. I like that it takes until we're 40 to really go, yeah, what is happening Why? in my <laughs> tiny brain box? Yeah. It's, I, I got in a fender bender a couple of weeks ago, probably a month ago, um, and... Uh, all that happened was the car in front of me, they threw their hazards on and hit their brakes for yeah. some reason. I was far enough behind that when I hit my brakes, I didn't hit them. But the guy behind me was a little too close to me. And so he tapped my rear. He tapped my bumper. Okay. So... Uh, we all immediately turn into our races, genders, and ages. <laughs> I, as middle-aged white lady, decided to write everything down. I'm writing everything down. I'm writing down the people in front. I'm writing down their their information. It's a black couple, uh, about 20 years old, each of them. That's uh, who hit you from behind? No, that's the kids in front of me. Okay. The people in front of me are... um are uh, A young black couple, the woman is driving, the guy is in the passenger seat, and... uh. They jump out and they're like, don't write our, sh- don't write my shit down. Don't write our shit down. It's not our fault. Nothing happened. This isn't my fault. And, and I was like, I'm just writing everything down. Yeah. I'm just writing everything <laughs> yeah. down. And, uh, the woman gets in my face and she's like, uh, don't, you, you don't write, don't write my shit down. This is nothing to do. It's not my Be, fault. Well, when the guy hit you from behind, mm-hmm. did you, you were knocked into the other car? No, I was not yeah, knocked so into the other car. Why do they, because she's writing stuff down. Right. Well, no, that and she had put her hazards oh, on. Oh, so there's a problem that they had. Right. They had had a problem with their car. Yeah. Oh, so they so explain why you stopped short to the guy behind you. So the kid behind me was also about 20 and a Mexican kid. And so he jumps out, not a word. 
not a word, doesn't want to have an accent, doesn't want to have <laughs> anything happening. He just stoically stands there waiting for the hammer to frickin' fall on him, right? And, uh, and the woman is in my face, in my face, uh, calling me a bitch and calling, and like, sure. lost her, her mind as well. And so I very maturely yeah. tell her to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, deteriorates. And the young man, the guy with her, who has obviously had some sort of mentoring program and would love to grow up to be a 40 year old black man, was like, everyone calm down. Everybody calm down. He says to his girlfriend, go stand by the car for a second. Just chill out for a second. I'm going to tell her why this isn't our fault. And yeah. I'm like, I'm just writing stuff down. I'm not saying it's you. And I am out of my mind. Yeah. And the kid behind me is standing there stoically. And finally, I just go, let me just look at the back of the car. I bet there's nothing wrong with the car. And yeah. I go back, there's nothing wrong with the car. Yeah. And so I was like, let's just all go along our own way. And <sighs> the uh, young black woman yells from her car, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me fucking what to do. I will be crazier than you. And I said, you've already won. Yeah. You've already won. <laughs> You're already crazier than yeah. me. Right. And, uh, and, uh, but I've been her, so I get it. Yeah. You know, and she was right in my face. And I said, at one point, she was so close to me. And I said, well, you're not going to hit me. Right. And she got this really sane look at her face for a second. She goes, no. I'm not gonna hit you. There, there's that moment where you wake up. <laughs> yeah, and, she, and but, that's what I always call it. I go, I woke up. Right. And I looked around and I wondered where my shirt went and why my purple <laughs> pants are torn <laughs> and why Ree Richards wants to take a sample. Oh my god. But that, that's what happened. That was the incident that made me stop or really helped me. I uh, I was in Hollywood. I was going to do my podcast. It was a Wednesday, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was in the left hand or the right hand turn lane on Sunset near uh, on Highland near Sunset. Okay. So right before Hollywood and Highland, I have to turn on Franklin. Okay. And uh, there's a guy outside in like a cheerleader outfit in pink hot pants, a man. <laughs> and he's yeah. he's a b- big muscular black sure. guy. And he muscular? What am I, fucking Popeye? <laughs> it was awful. Have and, some uh, spinach. <laughs> he's doing a dance and he's he's distracting everyone. And there's a million people filming him with their phones. And uh, I know I'll thumbnail it. I apologize. And, and uh, <laughs> we all stop. Everybody stops because there's traffic as well. Okay. And uh, the woman behind me fails to stop because she's watching the cheerleader put on a show and she ass ends me. And um, um so I have to, you know what that road is like. It's a, it's a, it's a main artery into Hollywood. So anything is going to screw everybody. Yeah. Right. So she hits me. I have to stop my car. I get out mm-hmm. and we're talking and I go to look and my car is, uh, there's about an inch separation on the bumper. Like it fell a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm talking to her and she was crying. She's a young girl. Yeah. And I go, look, nothing's really wrong. I go, I'm sure that's something guys can easily fix. And, you know, I don't need your insurance. And we're talking. As we're talking, people start honking behind us. Right. They're like, like pick it up. Pick somebody it up. hit me. Yeah. So uh, a guy in a Nissan 350 Ugh. SX comes around. I would have guessed BMW. Uh, no, <laughs> Those guys new... are usually D-bags oh, for sure. some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he comes around and he starts, uh, he's next to me and he starts, um, you know, the fuck you're gonna hold up fucking traffic for that nothing's wrong with your fucking car oh, and, uh, no. and i turn around and look at him and i go hey fucking relax dude yeah. i'm taking care of it go you're in you're now past me it's yeah. cool right uh and then he keeps john and he keeps john and then uh hey you fat fuck oh wow. nice front, and, and there's that's a million people around and mm-hmm. windows are down and uh that's really all i need right. uh so i walk over and i go get out of the fucking car and he uh, as i walk i approach the car and he rolls the window up i go get out of the fucking car mm-hmm. and uh I then maturely kick the fuck out of their car. 
elbows, knees. I'm I'm punching as hard as I can. I'm punching the windshield. Did you break uh, a bone? Uh, no, my hands were swollen when yeah. I went into my podcast. But I started. I know how to use my el- I use my elbows. So I'm I'm dropping elbows on the hood of their car and I'm kneeing the door. There's. They look like their car looked like a toboggan. Like the door. It's a new 350 yeah. uh, Z. And I I'm murdering it. And right. and they're trying to leave, but they can't because everything's clogged. And they're like, they and 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 look, if there's two of you in there. Fucking get out and fight me at that point. Right, right. All right. You Your car witness. will be spared and let's go. Right. Uh, I, they wouldn't come out. So I literally, I'm dropping elbows and punching the windshield and denting the fuck. I mean, destroying it. And I'm wailing on it. And, I'm, and then they fucking, they finally get away and they fucking, and I'm standing in traffic and I turn around <laughs> and, and nobody wants to even look at me. They're all freaking out. Like in their cars, windows are rolled up because I'm screaming, fuck, fuck. And, yeah. uh, and I turn around and uh, everyone filming the cheerleader. <laughs> Sea of phones. There's gotta be 20 people filming me, holding their phones. And I'm. Mike Schmidt, rage dork. Dude. And I told it on my podcast, because I was going to do yeah. my podcast. And, yeah. I, and I, my hands were swollen, and I told the story. And, uh, people, to this day, people have looked. They're looking online for a guy loses mind on Sunday for the. They, Is that they, what it's, it's under? I don't know. No one knows. Than the notes. Yeah, if people want to look for it, they can. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and that was the moment where I got to the podcast and I talked about it. And I went, man, I, you know, because it, I'm really lucky. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I could be in jail. You know, who knows if they got a guy, anything could have happened at that right, point. Right, yeah. But I went it away. It is LA. He could have had a giant of course he could have. weapon. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he would have been in his rights to use it. All he did was yeah. say, fuck you or fat man. And he, right. I, you know, get out. I, I yeah. want, all I wanted was them. Literally, like if, if it was, I was the abomination, I would have torn the fucking roof off the car and we would have thrown. My epiphany was I chased an old woman with my car and, <laughs> and I caught her because that's what you do when you chase the elderly. Uh, you no. catch them. Yeah. And then she rolled up her window and I was yelling at her, yelling about how slow she was and all this stuff. And she, all she did was wait for me to breathe and go, why don't you get some help? And I was like, I think you're right. You're right. You are <laughs> absolutely right. Me. I think it's going to get some help. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was no hitting, but uh, it's, yeah. it's ideal. It's Red, ideal when there's poker no... is fun, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you'll go, and I always tell people, like, oh, I'm going to fucking go all in. I mean, I, I hope, I don't know what you're holding, but believe me. <laughs> Rage <laughs> poker. Yeah. It's, uh, so that was, the, but that wow. incident was the one that made me go, dude, you know, mm-hmm. you know I, I was 42, it was last summer, I think. And since then, I actually f- see a physical change where if, if things are happening, there's an argument or a fight or you know back yeah. and forth in a bar i can feel that i don't yeah I, I'm, I'm the time has passed to get involved in that i mean i got enough you know i hate myself enough you right, know what the, I mean? the, the, there's an endorphin that doesn't kick in yeah you're like okay and uh and yeah. i consider that a victory you know yeah, what i mean uh, sure. but you know and to have survived it you know what i mean because right. you think back and all the stupid things you, you've done and you could have done right and uh and you know you're like oh how, how am i here how am i here you know uh-huh. I don't know. I think there's other ways to deal. How do you deal with rage, uh, Michael Belsek? Right, let me yeah. ask you, honestly, do you find yourself getting, you seem like a real sweet guy, yeah. very even-tempered, and, and again, raised in a cool house and all that kind of stuff. Are you someone who who experiences extreme anger, or are you always been on an even keel and always able to temper it? No, I think I definitely feel anger. I don't think it's ever been like extreme. Maybe it hasn't, just like the fact that uh, there's something inside me that's like, I can't physically act on it like that, that that doesn't let me but i definitely feel like like i i've been uh i, I started living i'm subletting and uh, my my roommates are great or whatever but um the guy below me there was this one instance where i got really upset where he the guy below me it was like three in the afternoon i was like working out in my room or whatever and like making some noise but it was three in the afternoon you know sure and he so he comes up and he's like 
can you stop or whatever? And like, I wasn't answering the door. Was he, was he nice enough or was he, he well, was I didn't even interact with him. That's not even what made me upset. I, I was see. like, I understand if whatever, but I was, I was going to be done soon, but I didn't even answer the door. I was like, well, I'm doing this thing right now. Yeah. And so, so I didn't even answer the door, but my roommate answered and he came in and he's like, well, can you be quieter? I was like, okay. So I did it a little quieter and then he came back again and not, and then my roommate answered the door again. I'm like, don't even answer the door. Or if you do like, how, tell me to go answer it. Like, it's not your, so I just got really upset yeah. about that situation. Um, and so then I just went, I mean, I just left. Like, I, I feel a lot of anger, um, but I think for so long, I don't know. I feel like my parents, my dad was intimidating enough as a child to where, like, I wouldn't physically act on something because I feel like there would be, like, physical ramifications. Well, not like right. they, he would hurt, but, like, I would be in siblings? so much trouble. I couldn't even, yeah. And I have two, I have two brothers. Okay. Where do you rank in the room? I'm the middle child. Ooh, and you really? And you don't want to hit people? I guess as a kid, like, that was, like, in our household, we were, I mean, I love my parents, but we were very afraid of my dad. Like, he would never... Yeah. like touch yeah, us yeah. when we were old but like, it was just like what would happen if we did do something wrong yeah. so like we were kind of like good kids and like we weren't allowed to hit each other as kids there was one time we used to play basketball and uh and 2021 is a game of basketball oh, where it's yeah, like yeah. everyone it's plays right, for themselves yeah. and, and you can foul you know like it can be pretty physical especially like when someone's trying to make their last shot or whatever right. yeah. the idea is you take a shot and then you get the free throws after you make them or whatever yeah, yeah. I remember one time and I, I the only time I've ever swung at anybody was when I swung at my brother at some point and I don't it was over it was at a game it was a game and something got very physical um, and we were both in high school or I was in high school and he was in middle school so it wasn't even like anyone was gonna get in trouble I just felt like really bad about it because he's my brother and like we yeah, were playing the sure. game and, but that was the only time you, I've ever you, physically hit somebody so you had a human reaction like you, yeah. you acted like a normal person what, yeah. you feel shame and remorse and you're like yeah. why did I get to that no point? exactly like we, came, we went inside and my brother's like he just hit and like he wasn't even telling him. he was just like sort of reporting it and I was like weirdly reporting and like something weird happened uh, yeah. somebody, he took a swing at me yeah. Michael did yeah, it's weird but I think the last 30 years there's been a great deal of indoctrination going on in the upbringing where you're just like it, hitting is actually not okay yeah like in high school i never got like i remember though there was times in middle school where like i had friends who weren't my friends yet who would like pick on me and try to get me to fight them and i just wouldn't and like looking back i think then i could have like sort of like was like justified to fight them but i didn't then and then after that it just i just haven't yeah i just yeah. haven't had that but that doesn't haunt you for the rest of your day i'm like not no i mean there's <laughs> there's some moments where i'm like oh man i could just went off and i would feel yeah. really good about it and then and who cares what happens next? yeah no that definitely does for sure yeah because I, uh, I had i had a guy I didn't fight a guy I should have fought in high school and I didn't fight yeah right. and it's it he's my white whale you know what I mean yeah. where you're just like god oh, damn it I can't uh, why isn't he here I, I never I never fought because um in in junior you know how like girls fight each other in junior high sometimes mm-hmm. there's always girl on girl fight you know and hold on um, I'm very talk slower <laughs> and, uh, but the uh but what I um I never fought because um once once my stepmother came into our lives it was like there's no more hitting in the world yeah. the world is done with hitting yeah. there's but she didn't give us another option like there was no other way to deal with rage so it was just if you could just stuff it and then lose it in a retail situation 30 years later <laughs> chase down an old lady and <laughs> <grandma> like, <laughs> ever tell you to get help and go, yeah right i think you're onto something and uh, but yeah so but I, I never and all i did was read i just read 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 uh, yeah. in junior high i read like a crazy person and uh but other kids um, would get beat up and one and it started like when I was in eighth grade girls would come up to me and say hey uh, burnouts are going to beat me up the burnouts are going to beat me up after school will you just come and stand by me because I don't have anyone to stand by me when uh, <laughs> I'm going to get beat up but there's going to be a lot of them and I'd be like well, I think in my book it says that's what a friend would do <laughs> and so I went and I uh, I would stand by them and with my book 
Oh, and sure. Read. Well, you got to look it up the, to make sure. Well, and wait for the fight to begin, which never did because creepy, spooky girl with the book was standing there. <laughs> everybody was creeped out by me. Just the wild card. Spooky. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. Is she going to give us all paper cuts? See, and that's, like that's right out of a Japanese horror movie. That, that is, is gorgeous. <laughs> that's just like a fight's about to break out. Hey, I brought her. And it literally is a frock holding a book. <laughs> what the fuck is she going to do? Oh, you don't want to know. So three of those happen where no fights happen. And then the burnouts are like we're gonna we gotta kill the demon the demon with the creepy book and uh and so they pushed me around uh they didn't recruit you into the burnout that would have been awesome we need book girl on our side it was just like i i I didn't want to smoke pot here my 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 pot smoking i tried pot a couple of times i've tried i've tried it i've I've done some some extensive research it never took uh because i always (laughs) fell asleep and uh, you I have see. seven to nine minutes to talk to me, and I would wake up under a pile of coats at somebody's house. <laughs> Clutching <laughs> a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when they tried to beat me up, uh, they, one, of, one of the boys, one of the young men uh, burnouts, uh, accidentally ripped my sweater, and I lost my shit, and I was choking him and slamming his head against the ground, and they wow. were all trying to get me off of him. And, the, and they, they were like, you're killing him, you're killing him. And I said, I will. Yeah. I will kill him <laughs> if you happen. people don't ignore me for the rest of your life. Lives. And uh, two of them have just Facebooked me. <laughs> That's how that story ends. It's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Ridiculous. Yes, it is. It is retarded. And uh, and I have found, like I said, I found our world is getting smaller because <laughs> yeah. I tell stories on my podcast and I use real names. Oh yeah. And then uh, I, you know people will look Vicky Amberts. I never liked you. Who's that? Vicky Amberts. Yeah, Junior. take that, Amberts. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Crazy Book Woman from your youth. <laughs> Creepy book girl. It's uh, so yeah. So uh, let's. Is that a good enough segue to talk about books? Sure. Okay. Yeah. What, what Your about, show. Right. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's. Uh. What. What. What do you. What do you. Because I like the fact that you listened to the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Did you read them as well? Well, no. I read the. Let's see. I read the first one, and then I listened to the next five while I was driving to work during the summers. Like the audiobooks are great because like Jim Dale. Jim Dale. Or did you go British? Jim oh, Dale, I didn't know there was another option. Yeah. There's a. Some I thought other Jim Dale shape. was British. He is British, but okay. there's a there's an even more British guy who does the British <laughs> Mr. version. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real. Really loses, long audiobook. He pronounces color with a U. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard the British ones, but I have all the Jim Dale ones. Yeah. It's a, I don't think I've listened to the last one because I've re- I just read the last one. I didn't right. listen to it, but yeah. I have uh, I have them I have the British versions of the books I have them in paperback I have them in hardcover and then I have the audiobooks as well. Oh, the British versions of the book. As I have in, the like, British. The words are the same, but the like, words are the same. Though there is a difference. I don't know. Uh, in in you know when uh, spoiler alert Dumbledore <laughs> dies uh, when that was Ooh, the fifth. Is that, but isn't that a problem? What that saying that. Oh, spoiler alert! Or no, no, no. The, the other Dumbledore. part of it. The actual no, no, spoiler. No, because it's ten years old. Because uh, shouldn't you say spoiler alert? And have a few what? beats. Uh, no. No, oh, really? because I, well, at this point, I'm just like, especially if you've listened to The Dork Forest, yeah. uh, you're probably a Harry. Oh, true, probably, good point. Yeah. That and uh, like like Usual Suspects, The Crying Game. Yeah. If there's a movie that's a billion years old and you don't know the secret to it, yeah. I cut you some slack until the Oscars. I see. And then after that, you're done. So sad, too bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I had a friend, uh, a guy I know is a good friend, who... Uh, whenever that happened, I'm not familiar with. I know who Dumbledore is, yeah. but I'm not familiar with the series. I didn't read it. I apologize. I hope that lets me continue. No apologies. Oh, you can continue. You just haven't experienced a great part of life yet. <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's missing out on the awesomeness out on of True. Harry yeah. Potter? I, I don't doubt it. Um, my mom loves it. Read them. Mm-hmm. You know, watched it. Loves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he had a shirt that said Dumbledore dies, 
uh, within um, a week of the book coming out or whatever, no, no. and no, no. would wear it out. And I go, "Why are you? What are you doing?" See, and there there are comics who are who are spoiler alert jackasses who like to talk about movies too soon um, that I don't enjoy. You know, uh, I don't want to say a name. There was a guy named Rob. He was on the open mic uh, circuit here, and he yeah. moved. Uh, we were out at. Uh, what was the one in Westwood that was across the street? The coffee the house? Uh, Gypsy. Gypsy yeah. Cafe. There's a couple sitting there eating, and they don't care about comedy at all. Yeah. It's an open mic. It's up, up, <laughs> com- risen up mm. around their sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gorilla comedy. Exactly. Comedy I just ordered chips with this. I didn't <laughs> order this. <laughs> yeah. This is extra. <laughs> not even, I don't even want to listen. Don't talk to me. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, if it's going on and you're ignoring them, fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people are out front smoking hookahs, and so they moved in to eat a sandwich, and the mm-hmm. show's going on. And across the street is a... Uh, a big theater called the Bruin yeah. Westwood Bruin this is like 97 I think and uh, playing across the street is the Sixth Sense and Rob starts dun, dun, talking dun. and he's doing comedy and uh, there's going to be a spoiler alert here folks right uh, so if you haven't seen the Sixth Sense you're ridiculous <laughs> yes. and Rob uh, goes to the couple who's eating a sandwich and says uh, hey you know the, you know, starts talking to them and they're like we're just you know what we're just eating before the movie and he goes oh you're going across the street to see the Sixth oh, Sense no and they go yeah and he goes no. Bruce Willis is dead the whole no. movie now you can stay for our show not no and I'm sitting there I, I again you want to talk about vibrating <laughs> and rage I was so fucking because now dude not only do they not want to stay? I mean, it's like, yeah. do you really think now they're going to go, oh, well, cool, let's settle in for some comedy. They yeah. hate you. You ruined their fucking night. Oh, my God. They're I never was coming so, back to that restaurant. They're never, they're, they don't want to watch comedy ever again. Right. Yeah. right. And not so even on many. TV. I, they're right. done with it. And I was, I couldn't believe, I, it was such an affront and so. That's so jackass What a weird violation. And why would you do it? It, it just, because he was, you know why? Hipsters, we're all yeah. cool and let's see who can be cooler than the other yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. And he right, was trying to prove an, his bones. With a, with a giant epic fail, though, oh, because, my God. you know, my my favorite kind of hipsters are people who are nice. <laughs> there are very nice hipsters in the world. Yeah, but open mic snarky hipster. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. all trying to. Right, and, right. and, and of course, he got the you know the cheer from the five Aww. open micers. Whoa, yeah, you know, ha ha. And I was sitting <sighs> there, and I I, um, I wanted to leave. Like I didn't even want to do my set at that yeah, night. I was right. so because I was new in town. I had just kind of moved. I was only in like a year, and I just I was so mortified because they, you saw them. And they, you, their faces sank, and, right, and they yeah. just—they stood up. It's and like they... watching other black people misbehave. <laughs> no, it's uh, for me. It's actually like watching the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> going, you're not helping. Yeah, and they—they they, they put money on the table and walked out. They just left. Night ruined. Everything ruined. That's you know just, what I mean? Just. Oh. There's not a lot of movies like that where that's an experience, yeah. and like that one was like an icon. Uh, that's yeah. just I remember we were talking about Harry Potter. I remember thinking I, I'd read the book or whatever, but when I realized it was okay to talk about it, yeah, was when I watched the Simpsons episode where uh, Homer is reading the book to to uh, Maggie. I guess I mean yeah, yeah it's probably Maggie or somebody, Lisa, and yeah, uh, yeah Lisa, Lisa. Yeah, Maggie's really young. Um, and Lisa fell asleep, and so he just finished the book, and it was the fifth one. It was a parody of like right. White Beard getting murdered, and I was like, "You can't!" It was all, I know it was like a year soon, or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What if people haven't gotten that far yet?" Like, I have to tell you, before the before the sixth book came out, uh, I was convinced that Dumb- there's a website called uh, Dumbledore is Not Dead. Dot com. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and there, what it is, is it's a comparison of all, you know, the, because at Dumbledore's funeral, the phoenix rises again and you're like, phoenix, phoenix. It means yeah. that he's not really dead. It's going to be Gandalfy. Yeah. And, uh, and then there is a difference in the death scene between the British version and the US version. There's a paragraph missing. 
What? Yeah. The, in the books. In the books. There's a, uh, where, where Dumbledore and, and, uh, Draco Malfoy are having a conversation about, um, how Dumbledore can hide them. He can hide him. Yeah. He's like, you don't have to do this. I can hide you. And he yeah. said, no, they'll kill me. And he's like, we can pretend that you're dead. And there's oh, a whole a paragraph, hint. pretend that you're dead. And I was like, I like the idea of pretending that we're dead. Is yeah. there, are we, are we pretending? That we're, we're pretending, right? That's we're great. Pretending. And there, no, he's dead. Had you ever, had, did you consider it when you read the book and saw the paragraph difference? Or did you learn it from that website that and put the thought in your head? Uh, when I first read it, I was like, there's no way he's dead. And I did, and then I did research to prove in my mind that he was not dead. <laughs> and I found that website, and I was like, Vindaloo, yeah. which is uh, the Indian version of vindication. Ah, uh, it's also uh, a very lovely, tasty Indian drink. The, dish. the, the internet is uh, evil. We all know that, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, commenters are horrible, and it's a terrible place. But every once in a while, you will see something cool like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I just found one yesterday. Uh, there's a guy who maintains that uh, Max from Rushmore mm-hmm. wrote the Life Aquatic with Steve Suzu. And if you watch Rushmore, there are clues all throughout it that would indicate that the movie he grew up to write is The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Uh, and it, the guy, he shows you like stills from the movie where he's holding like a marine life book and, uh, and it's, it's, you know, taking scenes from Steve right. Zissou and saying, uh, oh, well, this, you know, they had a fight on the ship and Jeff Goldblum got shot and he's not hurt. This is what a child thinks of warfare. And he, I mean, this guy breaks it down. It's, and you're like, oh, this is gorgeous. Even if it's not even close. Right. Yeah. The very fact that people are so into it and are so excited and see the parallels. Yeah. You, you, I, I love that. I it's, really enjoy it's that. It's definitely, I'm going to shove this square peg into this round yeah. hole and it's awesome but to the point where like i said but then you see eight of eight things where they break it down eight mm-hmm. of their list and you go what yeah I, maybe I dumbledore think... is pretending he's dead yeah. you know that that the or you you want to believe so you read it and you go yeah that could be happening yeah. and yeah. you're also in on it you're kind of following ahead and you think you're discovering things on your own that's that's brilliant right do you, you think with those books that jk rowling like actually decided when she wrote the first book whether he died at the end of that one or do you think she decided like after that, or it book. just came to yeah. be, yeah. Um, like with all the because they were all so laid out. So like, on, on, like, on a larger scale, because I don't read them, and I'll, yeah. I'll ask you both because you're fans. Do you would it spoil it for you if she was making it up as she went along, or do no. you prefer that she had a tree of everything planned out at first and she knew where she was going all uh, the whole time? I like the idea of the story being organic. I really? like the idea of it changing as she wrote it to some extent. How would you? I feel like after reading them all, maybe just because I'm an immature reader, but I feel like it would, if it's planned out, then that's like a mastermind thing that I could right. not conceivably do on my own. And I that's see. why I think it's amazing. If she organically did it, I mean, I've done improv. I can see how someone could sort of draw connections and call something back. And it's yeah. less amazing. But if someone had that like image of seven books like that before she even wrote the first one, that's astonishing. Just, yeah. Cause I, that's something I, that's not the way that my is. mind thinks. I'm a stand up. I see like jokes in 30 seconds. I don't see like, yeah, but, but, 10, like, every, pages. Picture, yeah, how many pages? but every character, you know, I mean, I, I, I yeah. can't see her no, having yeah. a timeline for every character yeah. and whether or not. And the thing is, is she might have come to the point where you're like, well, everyone Harry Potter has as a father figure has to die. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, that seems like kind of a crazy way to start a book. Sounds you know? like I'd like these books. Yeah. You would enjoy these well, books. Well, what I thought was interesting after reading, because there's a point, and I hope we're not ruining the books for you. No, it's okay. But there's a point in the board where there's these curses that you do where that makes you, you go to jail if you do them or whatever. whatever. Oh, right, right, the unforgivable. Yeah. And Harry does one. And he's like that, and and I think someone asked her about that, and she was like, "Well, in these books, everyone has something that's bad. Like, there's something dark about every character mm-hmm. in the book, and it's just like that yeah. balance, and like that's different than all these other What's books." What's dark about Hermione? 
Where, think, where does Hermione? I mean, Hermione might be her bossiness, but uh, uh, and she hates lawyers. Yeah, uh, but uh, but <laughs> wait a minute, there are lawyers in Harry Potter yeah. times. They haven't evolved oh, yeah. past that. Yeah. Is he oh, no. the past or in the no, future? No, he's, he's now. It's just in the present. Oh, really? He was, the book was written ninety two, so I feel like he was ten to ninety two. So we're kind of the same age, but that's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> it is a big deal. Oh, it's an awesome. At deal. one point in the book, that he tried to punch his brother at basketball. I yeah. It's uh, what happened was is he was raised under a in, 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 under under a stairway in a small town in Indianapolis. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me ask you this again, getting to the larger point of yeah. uh, of all all the books planned out versus moving along organically. Uh, as she became famous and rich, yes, did it change the way the books evolved? Like by the time, how many are there? Five, seven, seven. seven. By the time you get to book three. She's a multi-billionaire and a huge, uh, a, and certainly a, five. Yeah, and a and pop culture, and five. a pop culture icon, and a, and a, almost a signpost for for a lot of people of a certain age. Yeah, um, not even almost. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the only thing for me that changed was that obviously she had um, no one got to really edit. Yeah. The books became longer and longer, and no one got to go, well, you don't need to really... Re- oh, no. Yeah, please, rehash. But, but I was going say, isn't yeah. that where we want to be, though, as artists? Don't you don't you welcome the idea to put exactly everything you want I mean, in like, Kitchen Sink It? I think as an artist, you'd like, ideally, like, that's what... I think the first one was, like, a really good book, because she had to sell it, you know? It was a right. really tight book. And I think as an artist, you do want that. But uh, for me as an artist, I would like someone to be like, you know what? We don't need... All this, right? We want it to be as, really good art. We don't want it to be your. As an artist, blah. though, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But as a fan, aren't you happy there's an extra 200 pages of, of exposition and kind things of. that work? I, 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 I mean, for, for, for Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, you found all this mm. stuff that was uh, buried, you know, like un- right. unprinted, unpublished, uh, all of his letters. It examines, like, what was Gimli's ancestry? And you're like, well, that's fantastic. That's interesting. Um, if you want to dive in and swim around in that, because the only, your only other option is fan fiction. Where people are making things up, I see. you know, yeah. and in, in the same world where you're yeah. like, what if Harry and Hermione got together? <laughs> well, let me ask you this on a, on a, a smaller point. I, I saw Pirates of the Caribbean this past weekend. That, okay. The new yeah, one? Yeah, the new Before one on Stranger Tides. And I, I, I meant to mention this on my podcast and I forgot. I got spun off. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. You, I watched the movie to see Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody now, it's like the fourth movie, and oh, we've seen it, we get it. Well, then why are you paying to see it? You know what it's going to be. Yeah. It's right. sword fights and Jack Sparrow saying savvy nine times, and then yeah. you're done. Yeah. Uh, but as that's I, good time. Exactly. So, I, I, I want to watch it right now. It's worth 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I pay to see is see him and Keith Richards, and, and, and I pay to see self contained fun, and I know what I'm getting into with yeah, that movie. Right. But as I watched and it. And Jeffrey Rush. Exactly, yeah. all of it. And, and I love Ian McShane, so yeah. I was excited. But as I watched it, I kept thinking of, we love Jack Sparrow, at least I do. I love the yeah. character and the thought of Jack yeah. Sparrow. Yeah. What would it be like if Jack Sparrow was in a movie with Batman? Oh. You, you know what I mean? Like oh, you, yeah. you get the fan fiction, and you think, yeah. <laughs> could someone actually make that work and make it happen? Where pop, you know, characters that we love... yeah. Can experience the, the same crossover. universe, yeah. Because yeah. like when you were a kid, and, and like when you know DC Marvel would do a crossover, or something mm-hmm. you'd be you, no. uh, you again, you'd freak. You'd be like, oh, this can't. Oh my god, Superman knows Spider Man. You gotta yeah. be kidding me. Yeah, 
I believe I was nine years old, and I put Tarzan on the uh, the Enterprise. <laughs> See, yep. that, that's what I'm talking about. And yeah. I, I really, it I love the idea. It was great with away missions. It, it seems like it would be uh, with the what? <laughs> it was all away missions with Tarzan. <laughs> that's so good on the bridge. <laughs> not so much. Oh, that's astonishing. <laughs> You'd think you'd grab it like that. With, uh, you know, Commander. Uh, he's got to tackle Worf like every five <laughs> seconds, right? Is Worf on the Enterprise? He's oh, not, no. is he? It was old Star Trek. My it was fault. original. I don't know. <laughs> but I love the idea of, of someone if they could make uh, it, it's a meat cute or a, or a, or a high concept type of movie yeah. it's like, like you know when you watch like Last Action Hero the idea of Last Action Hero uh, is brilliant you think about it when you watch the movie is it executed the way you want it to be mm, not, maybe not, not entirely but, but some the, of it was great the idea yeah. of it is genius so uh, you know because fucking Shane Black oh Shane Black Shane Black oh my I god I don't know Shane Black Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon Oh, did he? Was there a catch in my throat there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think there may have been a catch in my throat. <laughs> Gary, you want to talk Somebody about... Somebody loves Shane Black. Oh, my God. Come on. Mel Gibson and Gary Busey on the lawn and the fucking... With the, the hydrant. You oh, want yeah. a shot at the title? He's you want to talk about tough guy movie type stuff? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dude, yeah. You want a shot at the title? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> and you're like, God, yeah! You're going insane. Even now, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Dude, fantastic. So to be able to put those kind of characters together, uh, a guy like Shane Black, and what did he just, he just took over a franchise, and I, of course it eludes me, but uh, a big time franchise Shane Black just took over. New project. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, a, but an older, you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know if he wrote the new, not the new Terminator, but something like that, where he was, he's reviving something. Did you see Thor? I did. Did you see Thor? You did? I did. Oh, Thor was good. Thor was good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? First of all, I read Thor. That'll do it. Second of all, um, I thought it was... uh, Because the thing is, is if you go in not knowing that Thor is a Marvel hero and not a Norse god... Please do not even think that Thor, the movie, has nominally, it has very little to do with Norse mythology. <laughs> what it has is a lot to do with Marvel mythology. Yeah. And it was super fun. Yeah. Um, they always find the guy, because you're, you're always thinking about Thor, and you're like, well, they're never going to be able to cast Thor. That's ridiculous. And you see the guy, and you go, oh, my God, they found Thor. How that happen? He, he nailed it, quite yeah. honestly. Yeah. He, he, well, he, he, even his eyeballs nailed it, man. Then, then it was the script that did it for me, because I don't, you know, again, I enough of... You know, Thor walking around and using old English in a diner, and everybody's <laughs> supposed to laugh, I, and smashing a cup. I, it just, it didn't do enough for me. I, I, for me, well, that wasn't that was actually not a great scene, but uh, yeah. but I liked I liked the sort of the arc, and I liked the the love story with him meeting uh, Janet and right. uh, Janice, Janet. Well, whatever. Yeah. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that they portrayed that really well. I had just read this Straczynski, this eight issue uh, Straczynski Thor, which mm-hmm. was an origin story as well. Yeah. Uh, when he first comes to Midgard, which is Earth. <laughs> and uh, and but, Asgard is where Thor is from. Yes. And okay. Then, and then there's more stuff. But uh, but I thought it was I thought it was really good. I really good. I liked it as good as Iron Man, quite honestly. I have a question. Uh, <laughs> the guy who guards the Rainbow Bridge out of Asgard. Who, yeah. He watches everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that's true and i lying it's the thing no i know it's just uh, the funny is he for black in the comic books uh you know what i think he might be really yeah because yeah. when and I watched it, he stuck out like a ridiculous sort of thumb. There, it's there Norse mythology. Everyone is yeah, blonde, and, and they they have the one black guy in Asgard, and, and they then give they have him the one Asian guy too. Well, yeah, but they give the black guy the only job he can't take a break from. Like literally, everybody else is drinking mead and partying and talking about Loki and kings, and the other guy's got to the, the, literally the black guy has to stand watch all night long. I'm like, honestly, you, that's the guy you pick him to be the fucking servant in Asgard. Well, it's you got to be kidding. Heimdall, and I actually don't think. 
think he's black in the comic books. That's what I mean. They right. throw the one black guy, they get Idris Elba, who's a genius. Right. And they throw, so they're yeah. like, we got to get him in here, but right. you can't make him a tough guy. He's got to stand there holding the sword. He's a doorman. Why so you made. Because they added uh, Sith, the woman, yeah. uh, as part of his uh, his, his crew, crew of, of of fighter peoples. She's not usually part of the crew. It's, it's usually him and those and, and the Robin Hood dude and the fat guy and the and the uh, and yeah. the other guy. But they wanted to put a lady in there, and it was it was silly. I but. picture a hired all. He, you know, he, he can't get a cab in Asgard. You know, what I mean? <laughs> they're going by. He can't do anything about it. So I just want really that the black guy has to do that seriously. <laughs> right, right. Seems an odd choice. It is that. It's what about a- Green Lantern? Are you guys going to? Well, see my that? my thing is, I don't know enough about Green Lantern. Yeah. I read some DC titles, but oh, the- it's different. I'm sorry. I yeah, didn't. please. Yeah. Do you read it? No, I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know I, it was I, from DC or Marvel. Or I know nothing at all about about Green Lantern, but I, I will see it because I, I'm. A, but the thing is, for me, we. Were, I'm sorry, I got away from it with Thor. There's no villain in Thor. Loki is the villain, and then the Destroyer comes down. Guess what? I hate Loki. Oh really? Yeah, Loki's Loki's a pain in the ass. He's a trickster, and, uh, I heard. He's a trickster, and he <laughs> and, and uh, I don't know if he doesn't have a choice, but like I'm reading two different Thor titles right mm-hmm. now, and Loki, you know, you, you can have some sympathy for him. It's like your brother that you're like, you are such a fuck up, but you're my brother, and that's what Loki is. And you're like, yeah, but eventually you don't hang out with that guy for twelve years. True, but you've got to realize, and you've got to certainly admire the fact that Loki was able to fill the power vacuum. He did rise to the occasion. Once there the was father went away and there Thor was a leadership vacuum. He stepped right in there. And, uh, he did. He did yeah. indeed. He did good work. <laughs> but what uh, um, are you? Yeah, because there's also Captain America. Yeah, and, and again, I, I'm excited about the Red Skull. I mean, I, I, you know, I talked about this last time I was here, um, which I'm sure everyone is familiar with. <laughs> when the audio quality was so qual- fantastic. Uh, they, uh, you know, I, I love stories. I love comic. Like, I, let's put it this way: uh, you saw what happened with uh, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, this past week. No. Are you a Dark Knight person? Is it Did that Batman the- series? Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Kill yourself. Wait a <laughs> Hold on. I'm in a house watched- where I couldn't put my, my keys on a certain comic book of Alpha Flight because you hadn't read it yet. Uh, these are Harry Potter coasters. Uh, <laughs> they're Harry Otter. Which is yeah. fine. But uh, you, honestly, you're not. No, no. A- I've se- I saw both of them. They were great. Okay, but you don't care. But uh, I like I, I like the Iron Man better than I like Batman. Why well, I, I love see I love villains like right. that's why that's why the second Iron my, Man. My problem with DC villains is that they're all cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah. They're they have this. It's one note. They're all insane. But but if they're allowed to be malevolently evil, insane like the Joker was in Dark Knight Returns, then he it did a works. great job. It did it, a great it's job. So great. Yeah. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I but the thing Scarecrow is, Scarecrow wasn't not, exactly super crazy in well, the first I'm, one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rewatch. He's still around, right? He, yeah, he went to jail in the second one. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna. It's not it's not diagnosis. something I'm gonna buy. <laughs> yeah. and and watch over and over again. But I would watch Iron Man over and over again because I I thought it was super fun. I loved the first Iron Man and the second yeah. one. I, I it was just okay. Went think- to stalk Favreau and beat him up. It wasn't it wasn't even okay. I, I haven't just- seen the second one. But do you think the first one was good because of who Iron Man is in the story, or because do you think John Favreau did like a really good job? He did a very good, good job. And Robert Downey Jr. was fantastic. He nailed it. Yeah, and uh, and he's fantastic in the second one too. Yeah, but they. Eventually, they don't give you anything to do, and you're you're going, oh, come on. They I, you cannibalize know. the the comic books a lot, but they don't always. Um, it doesn't always because they usually take like two or like like the the X Men series. Yeah, you know, they take two or three different stories over the course of twelve years of comic books, wow. and right. then combine them all yeah. to make an hour and a half movie. Yeah. And sometimes it's it works, crazy. and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And another thing they do, which is a drag, and it uh in the, in the last X Men movie, the one Brett Ratner got his hands on. Yeah. Uh, 
they kill like 15 villains, like, like out of the blue. And you're like, why? No, you can't just, it's not an infinite number of villains. You yeah. can't just start laying waste to the entire universe. Well, it makes like no the, sense. Somebody was said that their biggest problem with the Jack Nicholson Batman was that they killed the, the Joker immediately. And you're like, now why would you throw away the it's Joker? It's the dumbest. It, well, yeah. they, that was during the writer's strike. And, uh, it's funny. You'll, if you read anything where, you know, they talked to Sam Hamm and, and who was behind it and Tim Burton, uh, they had to, it was during the writer's strike in Hollywood. And so they had to bring in and kind of work on the fly. That's one of the reasons why Vicki Vale, uh, Alfred lets her into the Batcave and tells her who Batman is and Bruce Wayne. And, uh, because then in the second movie, they actually try to deal with it where Alfred tries to give Michael Keaton advice and he goes, well, dude, you let Vicky Vale in the Batcave. So who are we talking to here? Right, like yeah. they try to gloss it yeah. over because fans were so enraged that Vicky Vale was in the Batcave. It's like, dude, right. that, that makes no sense. But that's unfortunately, and, and the Spider-Man movies do the same thing. Um, they, there has to be a love interest. So you have to give her the one ultimate secret. You got to tell her who you are. And in the comic books, that's not the case. The whole point is tortured loner becomes costumed hero. Yeah. But in right. the movies, you can't have tortured loner because they figure that women won't pay to see tortured loner. And, that, and that's why Dark Knight Returns was so great because like you said, the scarecrow is in it. Yeah. He gets away in, in the first one in the Dark Knight and then he actually reappears in the second one and Batman rounds him up and sends him to jail. Yeah. He doesn't go to, he doesn't die. He's not, and, and it's in, they keep treat it incidentally like a comic book would yeah. where you're like holy fuck the scarecrow's there and, and Batman caught him and sent him back to Arkham you know right. what I mean yeah. right, right. and it's so fantastic when they follow the lineage and they're true to the mythology yeah. because otherwise if they just start killing people and things happen and guys start you know banging chicks that they wouldn't bang and you're like oh dude really <laughs> and then they tell them oh, I gotta tell you something I'm Batman no you don't tell anybody that <laughs> you hate that you're Batman that's the whole point right well there's a lot of Batmans now it's Batman Incorporated uh, now did, everybody see, every town has a Batman now that's why comic books lost me because uh, I used to read when I was a kid I mm-hmm. would read you know, X-Men, Hardcore, the, the Morlock Massacre. You're, you're a Marvel person, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and, than- and Spider-Man, you know, storylines like the Hobgoblin and then the Sin Eater. And, you know, I got into Wolverine and all that stuff. Hobgoblin's and- working for Kingpin right now. He's alive. It was Ned Leeds last I saw, and he was dead. And spoiler, nobody. nobody <laughs> from years ago. Nobody's dead. Dead. You well, can't n- kill. Ned, no, kill somebody. Ned Leeds got killed in this. In the, because there was a crossover called Spider-Man versus Wolverine. Right. And it was funny. You had to get it because. Uh, the Hobgoblin was killed in Europe. Uh, Ned Leeds, who was the photographer on, uh, he was a rival photographer in Dating Betty Brandt, whatever the fuck. I'm, <laughs> Although this is the dip, show to do that. Dip, I think. This is it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the Hobgoblin died. He actually died. You see him die in the, they, he gets buried. Like he's, you know, Ned Leeds at least. But then I'm sure a cousin of Ned Leeds stumbled upon a pumpkin bomb and became the Hobgoblin, I'm right? I'm sorry. Uh, if he gets buried, that means nobody, my friend. Oh, that man lives. That leads didn't live. I can't oh, see. But this is what I'm saying. I guess that's where I my disconnect came when they started to have a. Uh, all of a sudden, Peter Parker wasn't Spider-Man anymore. So did you stop reading him in the '90s? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that the '90s were a terrible time for, for oh, comic they, well, books. because they started to go. Uh, like I said, what, what they introduced like Teen Spider-Man, and so it was like the lost stories of Young Spider-Man. And you're like, oh, dude, I don't. Young I Indiana love... Jones. I actually like Young Indiana. I enjoyed Jones. that series. Yeah, that was a yeah? excellent yeah. series. Really? I, I didn't read the comic books, but the no, TV, I, no, yeah. there was never a the TV I mean, show. If, yeah, the TV yeah, show was, was fantastic. Great. I was. I, yeah. I love a teen superhero. I'm like, we can go back. Well, Let's you're gonna talk love the Spider-Man it. reboot. Yeah. Well, he's he's Peter Parker in like freshman year again, and I. I can't. Oh, that's right. The Spider-Man movie. Right. When's that coming out? This summer as well? Next summer. Next summer. Yeah. Because there's so many this summer that oh, I'm just, I don't it's know crazy. what to do with it. How come? Well, then next summer, Avengers and Spider-Man come out, and I think Iron Man 3. Uh, that Marvel's got this plan of world domination, and I love it as long as they're true to everything and they do the the you know the mythology and the crossovers, and it, and it works that way. Mm. Um, 
you were going to say was Spider-Man. it impossible to do another Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or was he not no for they it? decided they wanted to re- appeal to Twilight people and the young yeah. audience and this is where I, again like I said I lost comics in the 90s because I wanted Spider-Man to grow old and continue fighting the v- same villains and, yeah. and solve adult problems like and, Rocky and, yeah grow old with me <laughs> yeah, exactly I wanted him to grow old with me like Rocky didn't start over again oh, he no. was 50 and he, yeah, was, he was 65 years doing old doing three pull-ups yeah he's eating pudding and he's got no teeth and he's fighting yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but he gets sucked back into the ring and the fucking last Rocky movie is genius Rocky yeah. Balboa it's I, yeah. genius yeah. it was the perfect closer Yeah, which of course means he's talking to, about another, another one. <laughs> you know, and you're like why <laughs> but yeah I, I, I wanted and it's my fault I got older and wanted them to age with me Right, and then uh, I lost my suspension. I never suspension wanted to. I never. I, I, I'm okay with them always being 17 or 24 or whatever their deal is. I, Some I people like it. You're even, just like, yeah. I find myself annoyed by The Simpsons even sometimes. Oh, really? But, like, I, I will watch it because it's genius. I mean, like The Simpsons is genius. And so even you've the, embraced the aging process more. <laughs> well, this year was actually a nice rebound. I don't know if you watch The Simpsons, but I thought it was very funny all year. No, I didn't. I um, never watch it. But I, I just I only w- see it in syndication, which I means see. I get like oh, season genius. eight and then season two and then yeah. season twenty, which is awesome though. Which is fine. Yeah. I don't mind that. Put it on shuffle. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? It's that you could you just sit back and watch six hours of it and not care, right? Um, but they this weekend there was a thing where Bart caused a problem in the gym, <laughs> and Mrs. Krabappel had to uh, to get a hold of him. And I I swear to God, she's chasing him through the gym. He's causing havoc. He's made the bleachers close. And and in my head, I said, I go, she ought to just fucking smack him in the head. <laughs> and uh, she caught him and smacked him in the head. <laughs> and then there was a beat because everybody went. <gasps> And then she looked at him, and it's great. She hits him harder. She hits him <laughs> the second time, and then she gets you know suspended and puts in that you know whatever. Right, right. But I found, but I found myself being annoyed. Uh, and unfortunately, I do that after I watch a show for a while. I did it with The Office. I, in my head, I'm like, why is anybody ever listening to Michael Scott? Why would anybody pay any attention to anything this fucking lunatic Who's has to Michael say? Michael Scott in the show The, the Office, Office. Steve Carell He's was Steve the Carell's boss. Character. Okay. And I, it's stupid. Oh, like, it's, why is anyone listening to the character? Yes, because, oh, because he's an he, idiot. Oh, like, yeah, that's why I can't watch uh, the the office because yes. i was just like uh i know people like this in real life and i hate them <laughs> uh, why would i hang out with them for a half I mean, an hour a week they do i mean i love the office so my defense of that is that like yes he and they show it throughout the series like he's an amazing salesperson that oh, sure. brought a lot of money to the company okay. Okay. and he people listen to him because he's their he boss produces. and they kind of have to listen, they kind of have and to they like to him. him they yeah. genuinely like him and it's on me I'm yeah. not no no them. no but as it after about the fifth year yeah. of him putting on birthday hats and having conferences and putting on a bear suit to talk to everybody <laughs> I, I guess I'm I'm a guy who you know my whole life has sat in the back of the classroom and in the back of the theater and in the back of the bus and pff, rolled my eyes at whatever stupid thing was going yeah. on <laughs> just that weird cynical you know what I mean yeah. and, and jaundiced yeah. eye to everything yeah. And when I watch that show, the second he starts with his nonsense, in my head, I'm like, yeah. Jim would never take this. Why You'd wouldn't Jim leave. just get up and go, you're fucking horrible, and leave? You yeah. know what I mean? There, there's not enough cynicism. Stanley is supposed to be, I guess, the resident cynic. Yeah. Uh, but even he gets sucked into it. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, ah, oh, dude. So, uh, yeah. There you you go. guys should know that it's already been an hour. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Got to have you back on to talk about Kafka. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down oh. Kafka as one of my... Oh, I'm sorry about, about that. No, 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 it was a joke. <laughs> oh, no, it was a joke, because I don't want to... I don't know anything about Kafka. No, I understand I well, we he was a paper and about he was it. a guy. We covered Kafka because the show sort of metamorphosized into a show about rage. Yeah, so. exactly. Right, it was a... It, it, yeah, we. I think we addressed some serious I think he had some parent issues. 
<laughs> he did. Kafka might have. Kafka yeah. might have. <laughs> did you? Did you? So when you, you gave me a little bit of the hairy eyeball when uh, when Lord of the Rings came up, are you not a fan? Oh, I didn't mean. To, I didn't know what a hairy eyeball is. No, I just feel like. When, Wait, hold on. How would you see the hairy eyeball out of this sweet bowl of sugar <laughs> in a red ball steak shirt? He's never been mad at anybody in his life. What could he have possibly done to make you think so? There was there was a widening of the eyes. We were really? talking about of the Harry eyes. Potter and yes. like whether the exposition, whatever. And like I have read Harry Potter, and I feel like it's easy to follow. Maybe too easy, whatever. And Lord of the Rings, I feel like the first, the Hobbit was really great, and I don't really know a lot of it, but I tried to maybe I tried to listen to it. Maybe that was the problem. And I just felt like there was, I just got lost. Like I just didn't in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I just didn't feel. Like, and like that's what someone told me. Maybe this isn't true. That like he wrote the first one as a really good book, or the Hobbit, but the other ones he didn't even expect to get published. Is that true? Like no, he just wrote them as true. his world that he wanted to make. No, no, the Silmarillion he never published. Okay, it was published posthumously, which is sort of his Genesis Exodus. Okay, maybe the that's first what five are books about. of the Bible. Anyway, <laughs> but the uh, the Hobbit is a is a children's book. So it was it was why. written a little more. <laughs> oh, I love a children's. Who's read the Hunger Games? Anyway, so uh, but the uh, uh, yeah, but but the Lord of the Rings is a, is a more adult because it's a lot darker and yeah. it's a lot. And uh, I would recommend that you try again. And no, uh, I, I will. I just but get, I, there's I'm a, a big lot fan of, of skimming. Yeah, just yeah. Skim. Maybe I I read all the words. Do you, do, are, do you re do you reread? Do I reread? Yeah, do you ever reread? Or do you read something so well that it stays red? No. Like, what do you mean? Like, read it once and then go back and read it a year later? Yeah. Or like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you do I some rereading? I mean, re-reading? I have, but like, if I really liked it. Okay, because I'm a, I, I uh, am a chronic rereader. Really? I will reread over and over and over and over. It's almost like uh, having a stuffed animal in bed. <laughs> I will reread a book. Like, I've, I've read the Harry Potter books a million times. Yeah. And I've read uh, Lord of the Rings every year I read it. Wow. And, um, and I've been trying to read The Silmarillion, but it's dense. Well, so you, even you as like a big fan of The Silmarillion. I've read The Silmarillion once. Yeah. And uh, I would like to reread The Silmarillion, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a full of sad sack uh, genealogy. Now, you mentioned so. dense. You say The Lord of the Rings because we talked about that and he's Still got really you know, letters and all those things yeah well he is a guy who listens to books is there a spoken word version of the Silmarillion that he could listen to and it, he could get through it better I have an audio copy of the Lord of the Rings you want to borrow it maybe maybe yeah, maybe. yeah. yeah. no I'll borrow it <laughs> <laughs> I have Audible, Audible account. I can find on there. Sure, you know, as they, it's I mean, on Audible. They wind up deferring, like we said. They'll follow this character a certain way, and then they'll come back. And it, 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 there's, there's tendrils to the story. Right. Well, so, there's, there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of chitter chat about about the past, and there's a lot of poetry. Yeah. And um, is that all conclu- included in the in the audio? In the versions? audio, because it'll be on a bridge. But here's the thing about it: is that the first time you read it, you're like. I just want to get to the part where they're hitting something. Yeah. Maybe and, that's my, my Right, right. Down. Which is awesome. Yeah. And so the first time I read it, I skimmed it. And yeah. then uh, I reread it almost immediately. Yeah. And I got more out of it. And then now things like the poetry, you know, the songs are hilarious and very interesting to me. And the Council of Elrond is my favorite chapter. <laughs> but like that. And But yeah. the thing is, is the first couple times I read it, I was like, uh, chop, chop to the minds of Moria, please. Yeah. I would like to see him fight a Balrog. Now, and, now as a voracious reader yeah how, how does that affect you do you do, are you angry at yourself because you can't you 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 don't stay to the narrative are you and you're you're actually finding yourself frustrated or is it just your other approach pe- with all books it it well it, it frustrates other people when i when i uh, <laughs> when i don't because like andy i i know a lot of people who read a book and that stays read you know like I, I do that i have read a book and then i reread it and i'm like oh <laughs> this happened. This is, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> so it's sort of like reading a new book. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. and but, it's but it's very fun. And you know, there's like uh, there's a lot of great 
There's a lot of great. There's a comic book that you would enjoy called Unwritten, written by Mike Carey. That's yeah. essentially uh, like if J.K. Rowling had a kid named him Harry Potter, and then mm-hmm. she disappeared, and then he grew up, and then he went to Comic Con and would sign books Harry Potter, but was a drunk and a slacker, and then all of a sudden Voldemort shows up, and he's like, "Fuck, it's real!" And then he has wow. to get his shit together. Nice. And uh, see, and that's so, that's kind of what I was talking about. Where like Jack Sparrow and Batman to take yeah, to take yeah. the characters and completely spin it and make it different, which but also the, make it great. Which is one of the great things about comic books. That's awesome. Comic books can be about anything because no one's watching. Yeah. That's my. It's like stand up comedy because <laughs> you could talk about anything on stage yeah. because yeah. there's nine people looking at you <laughs> and podcasts. Oh, and podcasts, which are there are nine people listening. But <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun, though. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys, uh, I'd like to have you both on again. Yeah. And uh, uh, this has been awesome. Great. Well, yeah, thank you thanks for, having, for having me. This is awesome. All right. We, uh, there will be links to your Twitter and Facebook and websites right. and uh, the 40 Year Old Boys a podcast. You can listen to that. It's a good one. And uh, do you can have I, a podcast? Can I, can I, I don't have a podcast. I'll be at Zany's in Chicago next week. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, I'll be in Austin, Texas, June 3rd at the Cold Town Theater doing the Success is Not an Option one man show of my podcast. So Sweet. June 3rd. Tickets on sale at Brown Paper Tickets or go to Facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy and find links to any and all of my live appearances. And your Facebook page has all the good links, or should they go to Mike Schmidt Comedy? Uh, no, go right, go to my Facebook page right now. Mike Schmidt Comedy's there's a thing. My web guy had a brain tumor, and everything's in flux. Right, right, so, right. Uh, uh, but you can go to my website and bang around. You know what? Uh, people who are fans of your show might enjoy it. It's all watercolor. Okay. Uh, my entire website is is hand painted by my friend wow. David Hernandez, who does all of the artwork for my podcast. Wow, that's and, awesome. And uh, yeah, there's links to my store. You can buy the the past years of my podcast. Go to our Zazzle store. Buy yeah, yeah. Uh, all sorts of stuff. So, I'll link uh, it up. I'll link it up. Yeah, please tour. do. Thank you. And. Uh, uh, what was the live shows? Oh, and also I'll be in Seattle and Philadelphia. All of that's available on Facebook. So. Okay. And Michael Palasek, where's your uh, uh, schedule? Yeah. Oh, my schedule is on uh, michaelpalasek.com backslash calendar. Okay. Uh, sure, sure. And so there's a link on my website. I'll link it up. Yeah. P-A-L-A-S-C. And you're both on the Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. And Facebook. And Facebook and all of Facebook.com slash michaelpalasek. I just made an Amazon page. Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. There's not enough There's not enough pages with all of us staring at us. Oh, you made an Amazon page. another password to remember. store page. For that, <laughs> so there's not. another password to remember. Oh, <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Take care of each other out there. Goodbye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?